Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. I shared with you a new seed that the enemy planted into you if you continue to listen to his voice. And that new seed was called the seed of bitterness. Let me share again what bitterness means. So bitterness means extremely harsh or cruel. It also means intensely unpleasant, especially in coldness or rawness. And then the scripture reference that I actually use comes from Proverbs chapter 14, verse 10, which says, Each heart knows its own bitterness and no one else can fully share its joy. Now, on yesterday, I was sharing with you how the enemy can plant the seed of bitterness into anyone. That's every age, every race, every culture, every sex. And he does not discriminate when he is trying to cause destruction into the world. It is our lashing out that causes him to just relish in his actions of creating division and hostility with mankind. I am sure that the enemy is ecstatic as he watches more and more people operate and demonstrate his character as they seek to resemble his nature. Now, I say seek to resemble him because man makes a choice on how they will respond to things And ultimately, it will bring glory to God or it will bring glory to the enemy. Unfortunately, I do see a lot of people in their bitterness bringing glory to the enemy. And that, like I said, really is disheartening. As mentioned yesterday, some people speak their mind on everything. In certain cases, it is encouraging that conversations are taking place because it does help people to get to know one another and really understand each other. However, it does become challenging when the conversations become self-centered and insensitive in nature, and nothing of any kind of benefit comes out of those. All that is being shown is the selfishness and greed taking place. Unfortunately, when that happens, the seed of bitterness is not too far behind. And it's also disappointing because you actually see people's hurt by the things that they have gone through. When the hurt happens one time at an extremely high level or the hurt happens continuously over time, the person who is experiencing the hurt can operate in bitterness based on how it affects them. Now, let me also add this. If you have not experienced something, but someone close to you has, allow yourself to be the guidance and counsel to them by helping them deal with the situation. Please don't allow yourself to be influenced by their issues or that you continue to validate their bitterness, causing them to stay stuck in their situation and possibly you participating in something that you didn't need to really participate in. 
Remember, as I said yesterday, misery loves company. And some people can draw you in when you least expect. Now, when people have been hurt deeply, they live in their anger and bitterness on a day-to-day basis until they are able to get past it and just really let it go. If they are not willing to make a different choice and to put it behind them, they will continue to stay stuck in their bitterness. The enemy wants you to stay stuck in it because not only does your mind take residence in his corner, listening to all the narratives that he tells you, but the enemy is also delaying you from getting you to where you need to get to with God. The enemy sees what lies ahead for you and he doesn't want you to get there. So he is saying things to you by creating a scenario within your mind or he has you reliving the situation that caused the hurt. As long as you stay focused on your emotions and your hurt, he is achieving his goal with you. Now, Ephesians chapter 4 verses 31 through 32 says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. And again, that's Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 through 32. So it is this scripture, and actually many more, that you have to hold on to and replace the enemy's words and narrative with God's word. The seed of bitterness can be such a destructive seed, not only because of it being intertwined with the seed of anger, but also because of the intensity that it requires to create its nature. When you are in this state, it can consume you and affect your whole day, every single day. There are times that every conversation that you have with other people can cause you to bring up the hurtful situation or even the person who hurt you, depending on the severity of the hurt and pain that you are in. So let me just give you an example. Suppose you are having a conversation with someone and when they ask you how you are doing, you may initially say that you are okay. As time goes on, you mention that you are maybe over the situation that hurt you and it doesn't even bother you anymore. However, as the dialogue continues to progress, you keep bringing up the situation and discussing it. Now, the people that you were talking to had actually believed you at the beginning of the conversation that you had moved on. But as they continue to hear you, and all of it that consists of it talks about the actual hurt that you feel, it becomes obvious how much the situation is affecting you and the bitterness that you are still living in. Unfortunately, that is what happens when you are in the seat of bitterness. When you didn't allow yourself to get to a level of peace from the situation, you end up having layers upon layers of hurt and brokenness that has developed. In the anger stage, you could probably conceal it and hide what you were feeling. It becomes more challenging to do that in the bitterness stage 
mainly because of it existing for a period of time in your life. As time has passed on, you have allowed the enemy to create other possible things that could be going on with them, causing you to feel even more hurt and pain on a deeper level. Whether those situations are even true or not, because you are not having conversations with them, you start to just create your own narrative. When you talk to people now, most of the time you give a mediocre response when people ask you what is going on in your life, just so people won't think that you are even still dealing with that situation. Now I must ask you, what will it take for you to deal with the bitterness, the hurt, and the pain that you are feeling? What is the permission that you will tell and give yourself so that you can actually let go of the situation or maybe the person that has done this to you so that you can move forward in your life? You must start to forgive and forget and accept it as your past and not your present or your future. And stay excited, really stay excited to what God is going to do in your life. Somehow, some way, you are going to have to get out of that mindset and the narrative that is feeding you and that bottomless pit that you are in and choose to follow a stronger and deeper force and power and person that has great things waiting for you. The person that, of course, that I am talking about is Jesus. And that power that I'm talking about is the Holy Spirit inside of you. Regardless of how long you have been in this, all hope is not lost. You have given yourself permission to feel this pain. And it has not given you anything positive in your life right now. Now, it is time to go into a different direction. You have put the effort in your pain and now it is time to put the effort into your healing. I need you to change your focus. Instead of concentrating on someone else and what they did to you or maybe what happened to you, I want you to start concentrating on you and how your life can be so much better than what you are giving it. Please try your best to release your bitterness and find a way to move forward. You have looked into your past long enough. I need you to have forward thinking so that you can see what God is really trying to do in your life. Let me ask you, do you believe that if God wanted a different outcome to the situation, don't you believe that he would have made it happen? Can you look past the hurt and look at it in a way that God has something so much better for you than what you are trying to hold on to. What things do you want to happen for your life? And what do you want to do to change your life? Those are some of the questions that I really want you to start thinking about. Now, I don't know if you've actually thought on these questions on your own, or if these are even questions that you have or haven't asked yourself. But I do want you to answer these questions truthfully without the enemy's voice in your mind. Once you decide to start looking at things differently, it becomes necessary to get back to the seed of peace that God planted into you 
when you were in the seeds and roots of anger. What you are going to have to do is to have the trust, the faith, and belief in Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. You must believe what God says and stop believing what the enemy is telling you. Yes, it will require some work and effort and trust from you in all of it. However, I know that you have what it takes to make it happen so that you can get to where God has called you to be. You must believe it also. You must find a way to turn off all the voices of doubt and insecurity and anger and that vengeance and that bitterness so that you can represent Christ in the way that he wants you to represent him. Now, many things that you face today, including the seeds and the roots that come out of those seeds are because of the lack of trust that you have with God. Although you may believe in Jesus and you have the faith in him as your savior, are you trusting him completely to operate in your life? Are you seeking him before you decide to make decisions in your life? Are you waiting on him for an answer that you have prayed on? Jeremiah 17 verse 7 says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. You need to make sure that you are putting your trust in God and really believe in him and know that he has your back. Now, if you still keep trying to hold on to bitterness, if you still keep wanting to take matters into your own hands, if you still are going to listen to the enemy, and allow him to feed your thoughts. Then the first root will be formed from the seed of bitterness. And that root will be called the root of hatred. So on tomorrow, I'm going to actually cover this new root of hatred. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.